Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Dork Trek. Engage. Engage. That's right, everybody. Hello, hello, and welcome. My name is Lieutenant Commander Bob France. Hi, Bob. I'm Dennis Black and Asian. Hi, Dennis. Hi, Dennis. Hi, Bob. I'm Luth- man McCormick. <laughs> <laughs> no need for that, man. We got a no, lot of no, a lot of beef about what's going on with the podcast. We it's got fucking Argyle. No, it's just it's just some of the equipment, some of the some of the cords work better than others, so we had to run some tests to make sure everything's cool. We had to run some diagnostics, bro. Yeah, it's level Argyle. One. Level, level one diagnostics. Yeah. But before we get on with the show, first thing I want to say is thank you for listening. If you listen to the show, please rate us on iTunes because we like the ratings. It's nice. It's nice to see that people like us. Yeah. I think every rating we've ever had is five stars except one from somebody that gave us three. And they said, well, if you like this show, listen to the Delta Quadrant and this other Star Trek show. And it's like, well, obviously you're friends with one of the guys on the Delta Quadrant. Because yeah. yeah. why would yeah, you mention? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was me. Oh, yeah. They're obviously <laughs> that was you. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I didn't want to just short us. It would be weird to say, okay, this is just an average podcast. Because three stars is average, right? Yeah. yeah. This is average. But if you like it, you know, listen, listen to, to these other ones I listen to that I consider average as well. Yeah. Which is strange. But if you listen to them regularly, then That's one of you the obviously I like them. At the bottom of the iTunes, it says people who subscribe to this also, also subscribe, subscribe to. to. Yes. And it's really interesting to see some of Because I started going through, like, all the different podcasts it's I listen to. And see the connect is like, really? You listen to this and you listen to the church old time lady, gospel yeah. hour, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. really? That's our demographic. That's yeah. the old church gospel hour. Yeah. Pray, because they're praying for our What our is souls. it, the Prairie yeah. Home Companion? Yes, the Prairie Home Companion. I love this show. <laughs> but yes, what we need to do first is we need to thank Chris Shaw, all the way, Dennis, from Belfast. Eight, he's in Newtonbury. Really? Yes, from Newtonbury, United Kingdom. His, this is his address. I'm like, <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, Newtonbury Wait, Belfast, Belfast Atrium in the United in Kingdom. Northern Ireland, right? Yeah, but he's in the United Kingdom. Yeah, well, Northern Ireland's yeah. part of the United yes. Kingdom. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, he donated $30 to the Door Trek show. Oh, that's awesome. That yes. is awesome. He but said, there was a conversion from pounds to. Yes. <laughs> that's he awesome. said, uh, don't spend it all in Dabu. What's Dabu? Dabo. Well, once Dabu. we do uh, Dabu DS9, you will be familiar. Uh, see, with I, don't, I don't know Dabo. That's why oh, Chase Masterson. Yes. She's a she whore. was yeah she was the Dabo girl yeah. from DS9. Yep. Okay, cool. So yeah, so he's that's what he told us. Don't do <laughs> that. I find it weird that I didn't disagree with you at all when you said she's a whore. And I <laughs> <laughs> that poor woman. Well, she's yeah. a fame whore, that's for sure. No, she's well, definitely. Hey, that. we're going to talk about Star Trek and have a table. Ooh, and there's Chase Masterson. Nah. <laughs> yeah, she she seemed like a nice lady. She held she up is. pretty well. Yeah, I mean, at like least her boobs did. Her, did. her boobs look great. Most of those anti-grav units yeah, that her she kept face. under there. Yeah. And she's welcome anytime she wants to be on the show. I don't think she's going to want to come on now, Dennis. We just called her a whore and said she hasn't held up well. Yeah, but I mean, hey. And then, a uh, media appearance is a media appearance. <laughs> <laughs> and then after the last program, which was well, two programs ago, which was the game, we asked people to go on to Twitter and post their Riker rules or the lost uh, lost Leaf Leaf rules. Yeah. And we got some good ones. Uh, hold on, my phone's being dumb because it's broken. Uh, here we go. This is from Esquire, at Esquire on Twitter, who did a really good job with a lot of this stuff. He says, this is one that I really enjoyed. He said, if she loves... 
ten forward, she'll love nine for behind. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Riker rule. We were laughing at that one. Uh, let's see here. This is another Riker rule from uh, Amara Isider underscore 75. I hate reading Twitter handles. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Patrick is that person's name. Is it? Let's see. Yeah. Is it Patrick? The other guy is from Patrick. Yes, Esquire is uh, Zach. Yes. This is from Patrick. Riker rule. If it fits in, oh, hell, it always fits in if you push hard enough. That <laughs> 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 I think is a good one. Yes. We also have Riker rule number 46 also from Esquire. 46, never buy space Spanish fly off Jorge LaForge. Which <laughs> 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 I thought was a good one. And we'll read one more here. Mm, let's see here. We need to start here throwing. Here we go. Uh, Riker rule, replicated club soda removes stains from uniforms, staff meeting tables, and holodeck floors slash walls. <laughs> so that's cool. So there you go. What so kind of stains? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't worry about it. Yeah. And this is another one. Number 29, always. This is a Riker rule. Always take the condom with you when you leave. Yeah. That's another Riker rule. Yeah. So yeah, so Especially if she owns a turkey baster. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that was just some of the good ones that we had. Thank you to people who participated. And if you want to keep doing it, Zach and Patrick, have fun. Yeah. And Jenny Z was even doing some boner laws, which I thought was pretty cool, too. The, yeah. the only limit is how many numbers there are available. Yeah. But it's only for the leaflet laws. I mean, so from zero, from one to infinity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Leaflet laws were, like, numbered to 102, but yes. the Riker rules. Yeah. Well, I mean. They're infinite. Yeah. But her list is ever-growing as well. Yes. Yeah. So. So. All right, so let's get on with the episode. This week's episode is Unification Part 2. Part D. Will it fall into... U-N-I-T-Y. That's the unity. <laughs> Will it fall into the normal habit of Star Trek Part 2s? We'll find out. <laughs> Dennis? But now I know that not all Part 2s are a fall-off from the Part 1s. Because one of my favorite episodes is a part is a two-parter, mm-hmm. and the second part is great. So For light? Yes, <laughs> that's right. Chain yeah. of command. That's coming up soon, isn't it? It is, I believe. Uh, I yeah, think I it's. Think uh, is it season? I think it's season six. Yeah. Four. Like in the middle of the season. It's not season five. How can we? We're in season five. Oh, no, I'm five. saying. Oh. Four light. Yeah. There are four light. <laughs> One of the big. St- there are four light. <laughs> I just love how he shrugs off the guard. Get off of me! <laughs> One of the biggest responses on Facebook I ever got was posting a video of my kids because our living room ceiling fan had five light fixtures, <laughs> or four light fixtures, and I kept telling the twins, they were like three or four, they just learned how to count, I said, how many lights are there? And they looked up, and they, one, two, three, they said, there are four lights. I said, no, there's five lights. <laughs> and they're like, no, Daddy, there are four, and finally, by the end of it, my, uh, the older twin got really frustrated, and started screaming, there are four <laughs> lights, Daddy! Nice. To see that you're and because of that, they uh, did the first grade three times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's good to see that you're torturing your kids in the name of Star Trek. Yeah, in, well, the, I mean, in a Kardashian a, manner. If I can get a, a Facebook video posted that gets a lot of response, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go for it. That's, that's more important. Why else have children? Yes. I agree. Life and is not worth living without a Facebook response. And unfortunately, response. there are plenty of people that live that way, so what can you do? Yeah. So, Dennis, let's start the episode, my friend. Okay. Unification! Unification! It, it, it picks up where the last episode left off after like a brief right. recap. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're watching that for the first time, you need to... Usually you can, like, skip through the last time on Star Trek, the next... Year. You can't skip through this one because it just bleeds. It shows, right shows, it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then, yeah. you know, the last clip from last week 
bleeds right into the first scene of this week. Yeah. You have found him. What? It's like, oh, okay. Hey, look, it's Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Spock. Spock? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so Spock's there, and he's talking to Picard, and they're How talking How come about nobody just stops and goes, well, holy shit, it's Spock. You know what I mean? I guess that's yeah. why they brought Data, so they wouldn't have that reaction. Yeah. Because I imagine if you're in Starfleet and you see Spock, that would be a common, oh, my God, it's fucking Spock. It's like a yeah. rock star. Yeah. You know? Or it's like the pr- it would be like the president just walking by, and you're in the military going, fuck, that's the president. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, a friend of mine was in the Philippines when, back when we had a base there, and the president visited. And as he drove by, he waved at the president. <laughs> I great. thought that was the president waved. <laughs> no, no, no. no. My, my friend waved and then realized, he's like, oh, man, he probably didn't see me. And then thought for a second and was like, oh, wait. There's like a thousand guys standing here saluting, and I'm the one <laughs> asshole waving. He's lucky the fucking Secret Service didn't pick them off. <laughs> oh, my hand! So what, that would have been uh, Bush 1 or Reagan? Reagan. Oh, man, you're old. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, you are old. <laughs> so, but yes, I'm surpri- I think if you watch this, the episode, when Spock shows up, there is someone in the background just so... <gasps> 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 oh, shit! Oh, yeah. shit! Oh, shit! Well, I, I think it's all these uh, Romulan underground guys are that way because they're all they have a big heart on. Oh, they be jocking the shit Mr. out of Spock, oh, yeah. Mr. Spock, like oh, me yeah. best. Mr. Spock, Mr. Spock, oh, Mr. Spock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Picard's like, you know, why did you come here, buddy? You just left. I, I don't didn't even tell anybody. You you just wrote goodbye. I will miss you in lipstick on the mirror, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a good way to wake up. I was very sad. Yeah. And and then welcome to the world of unification. What the yeah. fuck does that even mean? <laughs> You speak in riddles, Spock. <laughs> what are you, Yoda? Do you do you write Chinese fortune cookies in your spare time? Spock buddy? is gonna show up in a suit with question marks all over it. <laughs> Spock, what is what are my lucky numbers? <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, Spock's like, you know what? Get off my nuts. This is a mi- private mission, and uh, I'm not gonna yeah, Spock was talk ver- to you. Spock was very rude. Yeah, he's like, yeah. this has nothing to do with the Federation. You know, if they have a problem with it, they can come talk to me. This is a personal mission. Well, yeah, and Picard's like, well, I'm here to, as a Federation representative, so yeah, it's like my if you got a problem, they yeah. can come talk to me. It's like, uh, hello, yeah, <laughs> I'm here to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let my Romulan ears fool you. <laughs> I'm really a representative of the Federation. Yeah. I thought Data and uh, Picard again. You know, we saw them last week with it. Look pretty good as Romulans. Yeah, yeah they I do. think Data really looked good as a Romulan. Yeah, well, you know, Brent Spiner's got to be used to wearing fucking makeup. I yeah. mean, that's what he does. I mean, yeah, yeah. but he looked nice. Yeah, yeah. Now, how long has it been since the Romulans left Vulcan? Oh, geez, two thousand years. Oh, two thousand, yeah, it's close been that long. to it. So two thousand years, their physical changes because the they have like all ridges and everything like that. Yeah, I never understood that's that because they're angry. Like they're, oh, they're always scowling. <laughs> oh, I'm angry. I'm cross with you. No, well, my, but it was like in the original series, nobody had that. Yeah, Romulans and Vulcans looked just alike. They were people with pointy ears. Yeah, and now the Romulans look like the proto-Vulcans well, yeah. have to from Mintaka. You know what? As a as a guy that watches a lot of Japanese cinema, you mm-hmm. have to throw something di- like a differentiating feature in. Yeah, where everybody just looks the same. Yeah, I know that sounds really. Racist. But I mean, they already had like the Lego haircut. So. Yeah, but but the Vulcans have Lego haircuts too. It's a little different. Lego. See, the Vulcans have the straight Lego haircut. Yeah. The Romulans always had the the widow's peak. The wi- yeah. yeah, the the widow's the peak Eddie type. <laughs> the Eddie Munster type. <laughs> yeah. The uh, what is his name? Vice President Candidate Ryan yes. haircut. So. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't no. even know the guy's name. Uh, Paul. Is Paul, Paul Reiser. Yeah. I thought it was Paul Reisner. No, I was. No, that is a person as well. Yeah, Paul okay. Reiser is a guy. It'd be cool if it was Jack Ryan. Like that would be pretty awesome. That would be. I mean, it'd well, be hard to one? go against that. All yeah. of them. No, no, I'm saying Jack Ryan, like the character, or yes. Jack Ryan that got bumped out of the Senate race. No, 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 Jack Ryan, Harrison Ford, okay. Alec Baldwin, Jack Ryan. Yeah, or Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, ben Affleck. Jack Ryan. Oh, that's, I didn't see the Ben Affleck one. It's all right. It wasn't that bad. That's a black. A little, that's a black president. No. Is Morgan Freeman, black president. No, no, no. He's he's like a uh, NSA or whatever. He's he's, he's he? like James Earl Jones's type of character. He's kind of the boss. He is play. He plays white man's best friend better than anybody in the. He whole does. Movie. Oh, but now to connect it to Star Trek, the president in that one wasn't he? James Cromwell. James Cromwell, yeah, James who played Zephram Cochran yeah. in Star Trek uh, Generations. Yeah. Not Generations. Uh, and First he Contact. also in TNG. He was in that TNG episode. He, he was. was in a couple of TNG episodes. The one wasn't with he? the prison planet. That's right. The Running Man episode. Yeah. yeah. I love James Cromwell. I was yeah. wa- I was watching L.A. Confidential last night. It's one of my favorite films. Yeah, he's great in that. Yeah, Dudley Smith. Book is great. But the book and the film are different enough that they're both their own little entities. And they're, they're enjo- still both fantastic. So it's one of those things where you can enjoy both. Oh, yeah, totally. Because, like, it's not page for page. It's not line for line. Like, mm-hmm. the stories are totally different. Like, after L.A. Confidential, the film ends, there's still, like, half a book left. Okay. Which is really interesting. It's cool. If you haven't read it, do yourself a favor. Yeah, I haven't. James Elroy. I like to read. He's my favorite. Reading's for nerds. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is, Dennis. But it's also fundamental. It is. Riff. Yeah. R-I-F. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> so, yeah, so... So, yeah, and he's like... You know, Spock, you can't just do this cowboy diplomacy. Is this now? Is this the first time the word cowboy diplomacy is used? I don't know. Um, I've never heard it before. I I never heard it because the the only ever time I've ever heard it was associated with George Bush. Yeah. Yeah. That's maybe that's where it came from. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, (laughs) did someone in the media use the term cowboy diplomacy because they heard it on this show? Which Bush? Bush two. W. Well, then this was. Way before this, was I know like that's why you want. This is oh, the origin so the, of the phrase. Is this the cowboy origin of the phrase cowboy diplomacy? Because I've never heard it before. I don't Although think it was the origin. Like Ronald Reagan was considered a cowboy. Yeah. By foreigners, so it, I, it may have been used during his administration. Could I be. Don't know. But I mean, this was a term that was thrown around during a lot during Second Bush. Well, now no, yeah. cowboy diplomacy. Yeah, yeah. So and that's why so you're saying it might have come from Star Trek. Yeah. He said, "Bring it on." Well, now if you go to Wikipedia, <laughs> Spock said, "Spock said." You're damn right, I'm smoking out of their holes. <laughs> and Kirk said the same thing, which is kind of... <laughs> I love that so much on Conan. Whenever he had the George Bush guy <laughs> on there, he'd always say, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> do they still do that sketch on Conan? Because nah, I, I don't watch it. new Conan. Yeah, I haven't seen it very much, but I I don't think so. I don't get the TBS, so uh, I only have network TV. I don't think they could bring all their bits over. Yeah, with they could bring over thing. Masturbating Bear and yeah. that one. Yeah. So they brought self-filating bear? Yes. And the uh, robot on the toilet? I don't think that came over either. Do you remember Robot Pimp? Yeah. Robot Pimp was good. Yeah. You gotta smoke him out of their holes. Uh, Pale Force? I don't I don't believe Pale Force could come over either with Jim Gaffigan. Mm, really? I don't remember Pale Force. No. Do you remember the boy band that he started? I Which was know. Dudes Aplenty? Conan <laughs> 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 and O'Brien started like a like an old guy boy band and they were called Dudes Aplenty. <laughs> Oh, Conan. No, he's great, man. I don't know what happened. But yeah. anywho. He's on TBS. That's what happened. <laughs> George Lopez lost his job. Nobody's complaining about yeah, that. I know. <laughs> George who? Exactly. George. Lo- he's working for Jorge LaForge. <laughs> 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 
finally, the white man takes a Mexican's job. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, he, well, Conan O'Brien's Irish, so you know. People don't people don't like the yeah. Irish either. Yeah, you know, it worked. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, Picard's telling him off, and he's like, "Oh, by the way, I got some bad news for you. Your dad's dead." Oh, on top <laughs> of you being a dick, you well, just killed your father. Yeah. Well, Spock kind of picked up on it. You killed I mean, your father. It was the whole, hey, you know, I got some bad news. And I Spock grave like, oh, news yeah. for you. Grave news? <laughs> oh, I wonder what it could be. Weird that you should use dead. that term, Picard. Yeah. <laughs> so my dad's <laughs> dead. Awesome. Awesome. So he said you to tell me? Yeah. Uh, what, are you fucking my mom or something? Is that what this is all about? <laughs> what? Yeah. Banging my, my stepmom? How do you think you're going to be my dad now? Well, Perrin is very hot, and she <laughs> needs to be in the company of a man. Yes, and she has such lovely jewelry. Yes. <laughs> with her, she with me, she doesn't have to cover her ears. No, if I love her ears. Yes. Mm. They're so round. Well, maybe that she has, like, really, like, cauliflower ears or something. You know, like, she used to have a boxing... Beating her? No, she, she had a boxing career before Sarek she met her. She was an MMA fighter? <laughs> yeah. She, she would enter the octagon? She was in strike yeah. force. Yeah, that's the thing, because <laughs> she used some of the Vulcan uh, martial arts yeah. that she learned, yeah. and she could whoop ass. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's why, but that's why she covered... Fact. It wasn't because she didn't want to offend the Vulcans. It was because she had the fucked up ear that... I'm into that. Yeah. I could see her totally kicking some ass. Especially yeah. if she was doing MMA on, you know, on Vulcan. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're strong. And they're just going to stand around. Like, yeah. the Vulcans are just going to stand around, like, and talk about fighting, and she's going to no, no, get down to it. No, the Vulcans they're have a long thing. history. No. No, 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 no. They, well, they make them up out to be pussies when you see their ships later. Because when the arms dealer guy's like, why well, don't anybody want a fucking Vulcan ship? Well, made of wood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it throws rocks at people. It's really not constructed well at all. It's like the Herculoids, <laughs> just <laughs> shooting groups of stuff and <laughs> rocks <laughs> at you. <laughs> Nobody knows what the Herculoids is. Mm. I used to watch it. I don't know what the Herculoids is. Cartoon. Yeah. They had like the rhinoceros guy who would shoot fireballs out of his head. Yeah. It was actually back, probably, you probably saw it in reruns, and I saw it yeah. first It's all Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Yeah. He, like lived on this planet. He was like a, a barbarian guy. Mm-hmm. Did you just make this up? No. No, it's right. a real thing. You oh can look yeah. it up on uh, the YouTube. It was like Gloop and Gleep, right? Where the two uh, the, spongy the, the guys. The looking Is things. that where Gleep yeah. and Glop and Glopin comes from? The Def Leppard beginning of the Def Leppard song? Yeah, I don't no. Know. <laughs> what are you even talking about? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so Spock and Picard go off in private and they're talking. We need some private time. Hang on, everybody. My dad's dead. Yeah. But they don't talk about that. No. no. They talk about uh, Pardek and how this underground movement is learning Vulcan philosophy. Mm-hmm. They're like uh, hipsters. You know? Yeah, they are. Now, so it's please, at this point, recognize the commercial for Star Trek VI in theaters <laughs> soon. <laughs> yeah. As you may recall, I was instrumental in the Kittimer Accords where we negotiated... Pe- what? Yeah, I texted yeah. Ben. I was like, is that just basically... Pumping up Star Trek Six, and he said, "Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's all it is, right?" Because he makes it sound like it, that was so dangerous. He's like, "I almost got Kirk killed," or you know, he's basically alluding to that. Yeah. I don't want to put anybody else's life in danger. Yeah. Well, so. and there was the whole thing with Rupente, and yeah, that was in Spock's fault. Well, yeah, because he, at the behest of the Vulcan, at the behest of the Vulcan ambassador, I opened negotiations with the Klingon Empire. Yeah, Spock, your father. I know your father's the Klingon, uh, the Romulan. Uh, bleh. The Vulcan ambassador. You're slipping in your old age, Ben. I'm telling you, and the, Jenny and I were watching the motion picture uh, a couple of nights ago. While making love? No. And she was <laughs> she was getting a little freaked out because 
I wasn't doing it on purpose, but as scenes would come up, I was quoting dialogue and not even realizing it. And doing the sound effects. No, no, no. If you weren't like, doing that, then I would worry. Yeah. Like alerts would go off, and I would just automa- just before the alert, would, I'd start going, meh, 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 meh. <laughs> Transporter room, do not engage. Do not engage. No, if you were it's too late, Mr. Scott. If you, were, if you weren't doing that, I would worry. Yeah. yeah. So she was just, I mean, I would. I noticed that she was staring, and I just kind of looked at her. In that case, I can't wait until we review the movies. Oh, it's, <laughs> you just. Yeah, you don't want to watch those with me. Well, yeah. it's Jenny's probably thinking, I can't believe I love this man. Yeah. What's going What's on? Why? Yeah. yeah. A few minor flies. It was even better weird. later at that night when you know I started going meh 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 meh. Transporter room, do not engage. Do not engage. <laughs> withdraw, withdraw. It's too late, Mister Scott. <laughs> They're beaming in already. I'm beaming all over you. <laughs> Ow! That was inappropriate. Wow. <laughs> so, like, you know, can I use this couch for... What? On Wednesday? For beaming? I, no, for, for sleeping. Hey, I don't live here. It's fine. You can have the whole fucking house. <laughs> I, just, I may need a couch to crash on after that. Oh, stop it. If it's one thing that Jenny has, it's a sense of humor. Yes. yes. So, go ahead, Dennis. All right. Yep, so... So two Vulcans walk into a bar. Yeah. Yeah, but they're totally like douchey hipster kids that want to be cool Vulcan guys. Yeah, they're like, oh, man, we need to get back to our roots. They're like hippies, you know. They're yeah, like, yeah. oh, we got to be one with nature, with our Vulcan selves, man. Yeah, bro, we got to suppress our emotion. Fucking I, I, never, I never got why Spock was so big on this whole reunification thing between Vulcan and Romulus. Yeah. Because it's been two thousand years is or more. Spock's a glory hound? I don't know what his problem is. He's an idiot at this point. Whoa! He's old. He, he's getting a little dottery. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I mean, for this whole reunification thing, I'm sorry. I'm going to disagree with him on this because I think his objective is peace. This isn't he East, and, this this isn't East and West Germany that have been separated for 40 or 50 years. By a wall. It's, yeah. it's not North and South Korea that have been separated for 50 years. 2,000 years, the cultures have diverged completely. The Romulans left because they didn't want none of this logic shit. They had their big world war, and then the Vulc- you know the Vulcans were like, oh, we're going to be logical, and the Romulans, or what hey, would fuck become... fuck your logic! We're out. <laughs> I got something for you. It's called a bomb! <laughs> but so, no. I think Spock's a glory hound. I'm going to come out and say it. Spock wants to see his name in the papers. Well, maybe it's because his dad was so famous. Yeah, he's got to live up to that. He's like, well, Dad, you did all this stuff. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to reunite fucking... Well, and that's what Picard basically says. He's like, I think you're letting your emotions get in the way because... Because your dad disagrees with you on, like, the Cardassian issue or whatever, you're going to try to go out there and prove yourself just to show up your dad. And he's mm-hmm. being like a bitchy teenager about it. Yeah. That's my dad's words coming out of your mouth. You're not my dad. You're not my dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess Spock sees, like, you know, he acts like his dad. Or he acts like Kirk. And he can respect that. I don't see yeah. the Kirk's in it. Because he's really. stubborn. So I, like, I still okay, don't even see it. Like, as a guy that's that just another uh, movie, Six. <laughs> oh, well, let's so like, check oh, remember this Kirk? Kirk guy yeah. Out. He's cool. He didn't. He didn't really mention him by name, did he? No, he, he just said, like said another, an, another captain of the Enterprise I knew. Archer. Yeah. Archer was a cool guy. Yeah. 
Harriman. Yeah, Captain Harriman was. I think he was talking about Captain Harriman. Oh, because they were trying to fly the Enterprise backwards to roll the miles off of it, and that didn't work. Yeah, they had it up on the blocks. When Harriman was in Egypt's land, (laughs) let my Harriman go. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Captain Harriman's first name is Cameron, right? <laughs> Cameron Harriman, yeah. yeah. It and is. he wears a Red Wings. <laughs> he does under his under his uniform. Yeah. Yes. That's actually his relaxed dress. <laughs> is a Red Wings <laughs> uniform? <laughs> Whenever he's like just lounging around the ship or you know, there's not anything official going on. He comes at the bridge, he's got the Red Wings on. You know? I love Cameron. <laughs> I wonder was what happened. Was it a Gordy Howe? Yes. Jersey? Okay. I wonder what happened to Cameron. You mean the actor or Cameron no, 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 the no, no, character? No, no, no. character. Like I wonder what happened to the character Cameron. He probably killed himself at some point. No, no don't I'd say that about Cameron. I think he finally got normal, and I think Ferris killed himself when everything didn't go his way anymore. No, because people like Ferris always find their way through life. No, yeah, he did. he knocked up the chick, had to drop out of school. No, I he, mean he's I think she, he's her car her brakes would have failed on the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> he's working in he's working at that sausage factory now. He's like a Kennedy. I mean he's gonna die when in his forties from some tragedy. I you know, I, I wanna say I know it sounds stupid, but I think Cameron's okay. At the end of the film, you got the idea that I'm fine. It's my dad's car, I ruined his car, but you know what? It's gonna be okay. He's got I'm sure his dad had insurance. Yeah. To get the car fixed. It's uh, yeah, but you, it's one thing to have. Hey, I'm an insurance agent. <laughs> yeah, but it's one thing to have that classic car in original condition, and then there's another. <coughs> excuse me, there's another thing to have that classic car that's been restored from a jumbled heap yeah, that yeah, it was. Yeah, but you yeah. can, that's actual cash value, and you could probably get you know. I don't know. For I'm sure that's a pretty that's thing he's got going. <laughs> probably for a little. It probably bit. has sentimental value yeah. though. But what I'm saying is, you can't I'm get that from insurance. I think Cameron is okay. Like I don't think so. I think he's okay. I think he's a he's a neurotic mess. Well, aren't we all though? He needs he needs more than I say. Two a, of the three a talk a come to Jesus meeting with his dad I'd, to resolve. I'd his say issues. two of the three people that are doing this podcast right now are neurotic <laughs> messes. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you seek therapy. Yes, I do actually. I get my therapy at the bottom of the bottle. There you go. <laughs> See. <laughs> Cameron doesn't drink, and you're Muslim. Is that what you? Is that what? Is that no, your I just internalize everything until <laughs> I explode one day. Really? Yeah. When is that going to happen? I don't know. I'd love to be around. So far, <laughs> so far, it's been a lot of stuff. <laughs> now, Ben just accused you of being a suicide bomb. No, right? that's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, you said explode. Oh, okay, said explode. Yeah, no. no, I was thinking more like a. If you're looking for a good vest, I can get you a price. <laughs> no, I wouldn't take anybody with me. Not like that. Oh, okay. Now, 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 I've never seen you upset, Dennis. Like, do you get mad? I get upset sometimes. About what? Then I beat my wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think no, but she's a good fighter. She yeah. kicks my ass. She's from a foreign land. I think yeah. she could take you. Yeah. I've never seen you get upset. No, I get upset sometimes. About what? You, what? Know, you know what the secret is? I'm angry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is, uh, what's the last thing you got really upset about? Uh, really upset? Yeah. Mm. Or is it too personal? No. I can't think of anything I get hey, really upset about. Have you ever been mad enough that you just cried? Like, you're just so no. mad, the only way it's going to come out is, like, tears are running, and you're just, like, from the pressure no, of... I've never been that mad. Okay. Yeah. Neither have I. Because usually I can take a step back and just say, it really doesn't matter. Cause are you sure you're not a matter. Buddhist? No, I'm not. I'm at peace. You're just very <laughs> level-headed. Yeah. I just push it down. Push it down. 
until it grows back though. as a tumor. That's not healthy. Are you sure yeah. you're not Irish? I was that way for a really <laughs> long time, and it's not healthy. Like, you'll just explode. Yeah. I'm fine. Right. My explosions come faster now. Yeah, I used to do that whole, just, I used to call it my black ball of hate. Yeah. It was like in the pit of my stomach that I would just keep everything repressed and crunched down. Yeah. And then one day things just were too out of control <laughs> and it just exploded and I just went off on everybody. Oh, yeah. See, I and never get that way. The only time so I do it. it was like that episode of The Simpsons where Flanders goes nuts? Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and But then I noticed after that time, it took maybe 25 years to get to that point. But, you know, the next time was maybe five years later, and then the next time was maybe two years later. Forty-five minutes. Was the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this last time it was about 30 seconds. So, yeah. I do it when I'm driving. Like, if I'm in my car by myself, that's when I relieve my frustration. Really? Yeah, I yell at other people in cars and then drive by them and act like nothing happened. <laughs> 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 oh, no, I wasn't yelling at you. Yeah, your rearview mirror must be lying. I'm black. I was on my Bluetooth. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I had a very come to God moment on the way over here shut today. Up. Oh my God! Mouth. Have you ever ridden with him? I've never. I'm an excellent driver. I've never ridden. Well, He's okay, doing right. barrel rows in his <laughs> shuttlecraft. I was just like, oh my God! It's built for that. Because I knew he was in the Air Force. I just didn't know he was a pilot. Oh no, I wasn't a pilot. <laughs> I fly a desk. Oh my God. I fly a desk. <laughs> yeah. He flies down 264. But you're bad. also a, a... I'm Jewish, and I was doing Hail Marys. But you're, I mean, nerv- but you're also a nervous Nelly with yeah, the drive. And it was yeah. lightning-ing. Yeah, lightning-ing. Yeah. I, have a, I have a thing with the whole lightning-ing thing. Yeah, and you're a nervous Nelly. Because even I noticed when I was driving to to Jersey Con with you in the car, you were... I, I <laughs> actually think I left, like, indentions in the yeah, arm. You're a nervous Nelly. It's thing. okay. I'm that way when I d- when I don't drive. That's why I drive everywhere. Yeah, I yeah, get that. I prefer to drive as well. Yeah, if if I don't drive, I'm all. <laughs> but if I drive, it's, it's a, that lack of control. Yeah. But my thing is, I got to be like in control, right, Dennis? That's right. But I'm pulling your hair, and <laughs> smacking that ass. Oh, you wild bitch! You can't so pull my hair. Something else I we make found you wear out in uh, wig. Oh, okay. It's like season five, wharf wig. Where uh-huh. He was like the Dutch boy. <laughs> kapla, kapla, kapla. Then we hold each other. Hmm. Yeah, that cuddling's the nice part. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Because after the after the storm <laughs> of our love, Megan. But anyway, back to Spock. Yeah. Speaking of Klingons, though, Gobla. data data goes back to the Klingon ship. Gobla. And hey, can you get this is where block? well, this is where I noticed something that made me really happy. Because at this point, they did the the intro credits and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And as the scene dun, dun, is going dun. on, they're showing the guest stars. Right. Stephen Root was the Klingon captain. What? Yes. Huh? The stapler? Yes. Holy shit, that's awesome. He is, he's, like, I know you guys have talked about before, I believe on the other show, on the Boneyard, and I believe on the radio before, too, about underrated actors. Yes. He, I believe, is the most underrated actor. I love Stephen Root. He is awesome. He's a great actor. Yeah. He's really cool. Yeah. Do you know who he is? I have no idea who you're talking News about. News Radio. You know the show News Radio? Yeah. He was the boss. Okay, gotcha. He's the radio the Milton. He was the staple guy. Yeah. Yeah. My, 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 ro- my red swing. My yeah. yeah. But he was the captain. He's his captain, uh, Cavada. That's awesome. I yeah. didn't bother to look it up. Well, I, I just saw the name pop up. I was like, and once I saw the name, I was like, wait a second. Is he the Klingon captain? Because who else is going to be? Yeah, he's not the Romulans. No. He's too fat. Unless he's going to show up somewhere later in the episode, but I... I just saw the Klingon captain there. I was like, wait a second. That could be him. So I looked it up, and sure enough, that's wow. Stephen Root. That's cool. Yeah. 
Love That's got to be something cool to put on your resume. Like if I was a big actor, I would want to be a Klingon just to do it. Because yeah. I can yeah. do your hair with a Klingon. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing, like, with Star Trek Three, we all know that uh, Christopher you know, Lord Krug was Christopher Lloyd. Doc Brown. Right. But one of the minor characters, Maltz, mm-hmm. one of the other Klingons, John Larroquette. Really? From Night Court. That's yeah. awesome. The and one who got blown up on the Enterprise? No, no, the one that... Uh, oh, the last the one. The last one. Oh, okay. You said you'd kill me. I yeah. lied. So really? Yeah, Maltz, Troy, Choo. That was Dan Fielding. Dan Fielding. That's <laughs> bullshit. And that, it was, <laughs> was it it while he was, was Nyquist on in 83 or 4 when this no, came out? I don't out? remember mm. what Nyquist I couldn't tell you. No, I don't think so. Probably like know. 85 or something like that is when but it first But that's really started. interesting that it was John And there was an episode of Nyquist, though, where Christopher Lloyd was like some bad version of Reverend Jim and showed up. Oh, and Dan Fielding was the pro. And so I was sitting there geeking cool. out on that's it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now, was Marky Post ever a Klingon? No. <laughs> but she would have been hot if she was. Yeah. She'd have been a hot Klingon. I had such a crush on her when I was a kid. Together. Mm, yeah, I love... I just, if, uh, it was like... W- did you watch the first season of Heroes? Yes. They always told... Wait, there was more seasons? Yes, there was... I guess there was... I yes. There was like four there of them. There were four seasons. Uh-huh. I heard yeah. you on DC Noise, and yeah. I was just like... I did the same... <laughs> I was like, there's a fourth season? Yeah, because uh, DC Noise is a, is a really great podcast if you're into comics. A uh, guy named Mike Myers and the voice, Daryl Taylor, yeah, yeah. and uh, Keith Knusen, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. They get together like once a week and they review all the comics, all the DC. And it's just DC comics. Yeah, which is my week. thing. And Daryl's been watching a lot of Heroes, which I think is weird. But like I, I always thought that that's where they jumped the shark because they always kept mentioning the father. Uh-huh. Peter Petrelli's dad, Peter Petrelli's dad, Peter Petrelli's dad. And then season two, they introduced him. He was just some guy. If you're a big actor, why not go, let me be that guy. Like... I just want to be. You don't even have to. Well, it was what Robert Forrester is that that guy's name? That played the dad. Yeah, I've never heard of him. Who's he's Robert Forrester? He's. I mean, he's like a '70s oh. actor guy. He's been in a few things, but he's not. Yeah, he's not like a superstar. You know. Or even when they met in the first season, where I thought they did it really well was uh, was it Malcolm McDowell? Malcolm McDowell played was Mr. Lynn. Yeah, it was Lynn. Lindelof. Lynn. Whatever. Yeah. But he w- and that was cool because Malcolm McDowell's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it was just it was a small role, yeah. but it was like, oh my god, you're Malcolm the Malcolm McDowell. That's cool. You yeah. Know? I, I love like how he died. I like Shammy yeah. too. I like it, shit like speaking that. Speaking of the guy who played uh, Mohinder's dad in yeah. Heroes. Yeah. You know he was dead obviously, but he was shown in flashbacks. Yeah. He was in Unification Part One. He was the adjutant guy who Picard was busting his balls to get a cloaked ship. Really? Yeah. Because his dad has been in like sci-fi all over the place. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That, that's cool. crazy. So well, there is a big hero Star Trek connection. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. but I mean, when uh, George Takai shows up, that's awesome. And his license plate on his limo is 1701. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it's like okay. The and thing about heroes that aggravated me is like you would sit there and watch, and then they have the season finale, and they preview the next season. And, like, even if it was the most disappointing ending of the season, the next season looks like, oh, that looks really interesting. We should I'll, I'll hang in for a couple uh, of episodes. And then no. you just get progressively more and more disappointed <laughs> with it. <Yeah. laughs> we should review Heroes after Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. What? This would be, like, 2015, 2016? Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask about that. Are we doing – I know we're going to do all Trek. Yes. Are we going to go straight into the TNG movies after TNG mm-hmm. and then go to DS9? Yeah. Because there's not that many movies. Yeah, just to wrap up 
the TNG yeah, storyline. TNG storyline. So does that mean after we do the original series, we'll do the then we'll do the films? Yeah. Okay. So. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, there you go. Now we're going to do the animated series between yes. the original series and the Star Trek movies. So yes. chronologically, they took place during the fourth se- yeah. fourth year of the five-year mission. We're going to do, <laughs> yeah, we're going to do the... the the TOS series, then the s- cartoon, and then the, the film. The movies, okay. Then we'll wrap it up. Because I love the movies. Yeah. Some of them. Well, a couple of them. Yeah. Two. Half of them were good. Two. Two, three, three and six. six. Yeah. Yeah, well see, I think I had my actual first erection when the Enterprise launched from Space Dock in the motion picture. Because it wasn't the greatest. Uh, looking back out of the six, it wasn't the greatest one. But when there was yeah, only was one... <laughs> It was the greatest no, one. No, I can see that. And yeah. you had, you know, I only had three years of Star Trek, and all of a sudden now there's this huge epic motion film. I'm a little kid. <laughs> <This> motion film. <laughs> I imagine Jerry Goldsmith had to be really tired of scoring that movie because there were so many so long many, shots yeah. of, you know, external and that's a shots great thing of the Enterprise that's and stuff like the that. The thing they used for Next Generation. Yeah. That Jerry Goldsmith, Goldsmith theme yeah. has, you know, Jesus, it's lasted all this time. Yeah. So, I don't know. Somebody heard. I, I remember watching it. Somebody they're like, "Hey, they're using the next generation theme on uh, this motion picture." I'm like, <laughs> yeah. right, "Did you just <laughs> die in a fire?" Oh my god! Obviously, you can't read Roman numerals. <laughs> this was made in M C M X L X Y. Exactly. Not why? <laughs> is why there's a Y. Roman <laughs> I don't know. It's a really about. high number. Oh, sometimes why? Sometimes <laughs> why? <laughs> So anyway, Romans two guys are making out. Yeah, <laughs> on Romans. two guys kissing, and that's a uh, Dork Trek. What do you call it? A uh, rat hole. Rat hole was brought to you by Stephen Root. Yep. <laughs> Somehow we went from Stephen Root through Heroes <laughs> and back again. A rat hole. Yeah. So yeah, so Data's like, you know, we need to access the Romulan internet, basically. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and then and send a message and back to the Enterprise. They're using internet terms in 1991, 91. which is neat. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the whole thing about access codes and this is all woo. Yeah. And this is all like, man, this is this is in the 24th century. They have this internet. Yeah. Ooh, this thing might it might be more than a fad. Let me get on the AOL and check <laughs> this out. Yeah. But yeah, they're basically gonna piggyback on a on a Romulan signal. To send a message back to the Enterprise. So piggyback? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I guess that idiom hasn't made it over to Klingons. No. Yeah. And it's weird that data would just throw it out there Use instead it. of using a technical term. Right. He he's only robotic when necessary. Exactly. But now he's dressed like a Romulan, so he gets to be more human. Human Romulan? I don't know. Human. Yeah. Human. <laughs> yeah. So but he says, you know, uh, you can you can take any other Romulan information that we get by doing that if you help us. So, uh, okay. Kabat is like, all right, that's cool. Word. Yeah. So back then on Romulus, uh, Picard and Spock are eating that soup again. I guess this is the only restaurant. Well, you know, it's really good. It's like when you're in a foreign country. Yeah. The one place you, you go find to the one place and it didn't kill you when you <laughs> exactly. ate there last time. So yeah. you're like, okay, this. I is only great. got the runs a couple times, so it reminds me of Seinfeld. They just keep going back to the same restaurant. Yeah. This is monks. like the Romulan <laughs> monks. <laughs> Romulan monks. <laughs> At least what it said on the outside. Yeah, it was in Romulan though, so you it might said not. Restaurant, you couldn't tell because it was in Romulan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, 
And they had the pork- Portuguese waitresses there. Yeah. yeah. And she w- if you looked, she was big-breasted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they're sitting there talking about the underground movement, which doesn't seem very smart in a public <laughs> area. In public. A movement that's underground. They do a lot of talking above ground about this thing. Yeah. And the waitress lady, though, was all up in their business. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, do, do you want to keep it down? Yeah. Mr. Spock! Mr. Spock! Yeah, nobody's heard the name Spock. Yeah, like, and, <laughs> like, it's weird that Spock just walks around the streets. I mean, people are going to know who he is. He's fucking hey, Spock. He's what? the ambassador. He's, he's been an ambassador for the Federation for, what, 100, over 100 he's years now? He's fucking Spock! I Almost mean, 100 years. 80, 70, 80 yeah. years. You easy. can't have a history book, like a Federation history book, without mentioning Spock. I mean, well, even the, I mean, the Romulan Intelligence Service, the Tal Shair, is insane. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're like Mossad meets the CIA, and they got an infusion of KGB in the ass. So I mean, these guys are like insanely good. They're clearly not. But yes, yeah, somebody's asleep at the wheel because Spock's just walking the streets. Yeah. Well, the, the Federation had like a long-range satellite imagery, and we found Spock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we saw him in uh, the Romulan capital. Well, that's what? the thing. In the last episode, the pro-console guy was like, hey, this Captain Picard guy might be here, whatever. They never talk about Spock. Like they didn't get any intel why, that why Spock is, might uh, be there. Why is Picard coming? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. He, but he might be here. They're sneaking in. The Federation always sends a captain of their flagship on secret <laughs> missions and for the, no and, reason. And the priceless one-of-a-kind android <laughs> might be <laughs> exactly. with him. Yeah, but I'm sure there's no other nobody else here. Yeah. Just those two. Yeah, why are they showing here? <laughs> Maybe they're looking for somebody. No, 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 no. You sure? I mean, they probably just want some of that soup from the, from monks. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it is. No soup for you! And those, no, and those big-breasted waitresses. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I thought the same thing. It's like, for an underground movement, they're very above-ground about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, after that kid comes over and wants... Can you get your autograph, yeah, Mr. Spock? Yeah, he wants him to find a book or whatever. Then, Mr. Spock, uh, Mr. Spock, sign my ears! <laughs> yeah. Pardak, com- Pardak comes over. He's like, hey, you know, probably shouldn't be talking about this secret movement out in public here, so let's go somewhere else. Let's go underground yeah. with our underground But movement. what's really weird is... They literally go underground. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the the way that the scene is cut, it does, It looks like they just walk out of the bar directly into the underground. <laughs> and then he, the next thing he says is, well, Captain Picard. I'm like, shit, you're still outside the restaurant. Because <laughs> you can't tell that they've gone anywhere. Any yeah, distance, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just really weird. It's a really weird scene. Like, yeah. the scenes out in Vulcan... Not, yeah, not Vulcan. In Romulus. Romulus. They're really weird. Like, it's just shot weird. Yeah. Because you can't tell... Are we in a cave or are we on the street? They had three sets, basically. They had the cave, they had the restaurant, and, and they the had street the... street outside. Well, no, they had the... That, that counts as the restaurant. Okay. They but had they're the all pro in, consoles office. But they're okay. all indoors. Yeah. Everything is shot indoors. Yeah, soundstage. Yeah, it's all on a soundstage, so yeah. it looks like that Romulus... Is a domed city because I mean every time <laughs> everything it feels everything's indoors. inside. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just it's got a weird vibe to How'd it. How did they get a picture of him on the street? Yeah. Because it, it didn't feel like they were on a Outdoors, street. Outdoors, no, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times they can fake the house. You know, it's like okay, this is supposed to be outside, and you know it's on. You know, the pl- like Planet Hell is the obvious set, but it's planet. You right. know, they've got the fake sky and shit. Yeah. This didn't look like a fake street. It just it felt like everything was indoors. Yeah. yeah. So I could see where you were coming from. Like, wow, what, they're still right. No, 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 no. Now we're in. Now we're. Yeah, it's like the uh, the underground in Atlanta. Yeah. Like yeah. Just a, a mall or a pavilion area that's yep. underground. So. Yeah, it's really weird. Very good. I haven't been down there in years. Yeah, it's nice. It is. The downtown Atlanta is is pretty nice. No, it's not. 
Yeah, it's about it is. Ever since the Olympics were there, they uh, they improved that area. They quite cleaned a bit. it up good. Yeah. My brother lives there. There's not as many homeless people. Of course now. he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he's black. Oh yeah. Okay. What? Atlanta's the blackest city in the world. It is. No. It yes. Is. No. Yes. Are you kidding me? Have you been there? <laughs> Have you been to Birmingham? Uh, why would I go to Birmingham? Exactly. But I'm saying, like, Al- like is no, Atlanta is. Atlanta's the blackest big city ever. Like, because, like, there's other cities that have a lot of black people that live there, mm-hmm. but Atlanta has three classes of black people. They have upper, middle, and lower class black people that live there. There's not too many cities there like that. Yeah. Oh, so you have the full range. Yeah, exactly. And it's a, a black city. It's black oh. as shit, dude. And it's a big, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a big ass city. It's yeah. not like yeah. I never not like like Detroit used to be the preeminent black city, even though there wasn't really upper class that much there. Yeah. But Atlanta definitely has taken the crown. Yeah, now. dude. Atlanta's black as shit. Yeah. So you see, it's I, been a while since you've been there. I don't like see that. Well, I I don't see I don't see race. <laughs> I just see my fellow human beings. No, so do I. But I mean, yeah. like, so you, I wouldn't notice things like this. Being like, I've only been to northeastern cities, and like in northeastern cities, like New York. As a kid, I, I went to New York City a lot, and there's just all different kinds of people in New yeah, York City. Very there's international. People. Washington D.C. Very international yeah, city. Yeah, it's as well. a very international. Chicago is also Chicago's a little wider, yeah. but there's still, it's very kind of, it's it's sprinkled, it's yeah. peppered. Atlanta's just black. Like, you go yeah. there and you're like, what the well, fuck? Well, like, you even look at it, the uh, the Real Housewives shows, they did like Orange County, <laughs> New Jersey, they did Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, you can tell. Yeah. It's well, black. I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No. Like, I don't want anybody to come across it. It's like, great. Like, Everybody should go visit there because yeah, it's Atlanta, a very nice town. I didn't like it. When did you oh, go? Oh, see, so you're the one who says <laughs> it's very black. And when now? did you go? I went... The last time I w- it was uh, Kaz Matsui's rookie year, so what, 2003? Jeez. That's post Olympics. Yeah, it's post Olympics. I just didn't like it because it felt like a movie set. Did the Mets lose when you? No, were they won. I, I never see the Mets lose. It's very rare. Oh really? Yeah, I've probably seen the Mets lose my whole life, maybe three times. You might not have seen them very much. No, I've seen <laughs> I've, pro- I've seen the Mets. I've seen the Mets play probably, shit, maybe 15, 20 times in my life. I've only seen them lose twice. Oh really? Yeah, and one of them was the first game in D.C. It was a rain-shortened game. No. The first year they were playing at RFK. But I didn't like Atlanta because it felt artificial. The downtown area? All of it. Really? Yeah, because, like, it's not a real c- – it's – It's a pretend city. It it's is. a bunch of communities. It's a made city. It's a it's made city. It's a bunch of communities all put together. It's not like a big – like a city. Well, I think – And it, there's it, no it bathrooms on the it. fucking train. And we were stuck in Buckhead, and we had to get all the way back to downtown, and I had to no, pee no. like a racehorse. Why would you have I've never bathrooms a on a subway? Well, you have to have bathrooms at the subway station so people can pee. No, because that's where all the crime happens. But that's so where if you people do a gotta pee. No, you so do away with that, and there's no crime. Outside, which is what I did. But I'm just saying – You violated the penal code of I Atlanta? I had to pee. It's just not a real place. It doesn't feel real. It's, a, it's, like, a, it's like built by Coke and Ted Turner. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I don't think there would be an Atlanta without Coca-Cola. No, not at all. And Delta. And Delta. Yeah. Yeah. And black people. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yes. And Sherman. <laughs> well, Sherman helped usher in all these new things yeah. by burning it to the ground. They're still yeah. pissy about that. I mean, wouldn't you be mad, though? I wasn't there. I mean, Sherman burns down your nice white city and all these black people <laughs> move in. He'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, Jenny. <laughs> Rachel Ray. <laughs> Jenny joined us. I have to plug her in. Yeah. Uh, I'll do that at a break. So, <laughs> but Jenny is here. Hello, I Jenny. Oh, cool. So you can just sit there. Yeah. I'll plug her in too. Oh! What? 
But yes, we already talked about that. No, we did at Great Lakes. <laughs> I'm sorry. And Ben drew us pictures. <laughs> no, don't listen to this episode. It's not bad. So anywho. So yeah, anyways, uh, back on the Enterprise back for a change. On the Enterprise. Oh, we haven't seen these guys it's in a the while. The Enterprise is still on the show. Shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the happy cling yeah. on Romulan hour. Yeah, they're they're still in the Quaalor two area. Not areas. impressed by Romulus either. Not a lot going on. No, they didn't put a lot of work into it. No, not at all. Very lazy. I think the Klingon, the unnamed Klingon central city of the Homeworld Council place, that is yet unnamed for another six months, was more impressive. Yeah, no, Romulus is not impressive at all. Yeah, well, even the Klingon Homeworld wasn't that impressive to me. It, it seemed more. They basically had the one long exterior shot of the you know the High, high Council. Council. And then they have the inside of the high council. Yes, but they and that one street that Picard walked down but to find the old But they shoot everything indoors there, where it's like you're in the high council office, you're at somebody's house, yeah. you're at. Well, now Picard, when he went to see Worf's old nanny, he was yeah, out in the street. Yeah, yeah, that was he, out in a soundstage as well. I don't know. It just it just didn't feel as weird. Like this just feels phony. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe it's because Picard was at night. Maybe. And this was during the daytimes. Yeah. And you can't tell though. They all look the same. They have the same sky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it's weird that it's like they're on Mars. Vulcans would be named the planet would be Vulcan, and then Romulus is Romulans. I always thought for the longest time that Klingons were from Klingon. Like yeah. it, you just think it, it would make sense. Yeah, it would well, make sense, but it's not. In fan fiction, until they actually gave it a name, it went between Kling. Seriously, Kling. <laughs> Kling to my butt. And Klingon. <laughs> uh huh. Klingon. They named it what? Kronos. Kronos. Which is stupid. Yeah. But whatever. Well, you're human and you're from Earth. Yeah, but I would think. But yeah, but I would be an Earthling. You know what? You think about it though. Like the Klingons called us Earthers. Earthers. <laughs> like I would, I would imagine that on Kronos, it used to just be a planet with a bunch of different nations and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And one nation was Klingon, the Klingon nation. They eventually took over the whole planet. Yeah, just like on yeah, Earth. That's why it's the Klingon Empire. The humans took over. Yeah. Ooh, the planet wow. name doesn't change unless they want to. You think they would, though. So the American Empire goes out into space. Yeah. That After we conquered this planet, then it would be the American Empire. Gonna happen. It's still going to be called Earth. No, it'll be called China at that point. Well, okay. Yeah. But the planet will still be Earth. And we'll call no, it they could probably call it China. They could probably call it China. No, Earth yeah. will be called the Earth that was. It'll be called China. And it done got used the up. The China system. So we <laughs> go out into space with our Chinese brothers and start a new... Hey, my brother. Oh, nothing to do with them. Isn't that when, uh, whatchamacallit? Um, Firefly. Firefly? Yeah. Like everything's got a Chinese motif to it. Well, China, well, it was the two big nation states were China and America that yeah. settled the p- new planets. But anyway, I don't want to rat out the sea. I can. I've never seen Firefly. It's a good show. There's it's only 14 episodes. It's not a lot of time investment. Yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> Take an afternoon, watch the entire series. Yeah, yeah if you have a Saturday, a Sunday, you don't have anything to do, you can I watch the whole series and the movie. My wife always find something for me to do. That's so. true. You ain't got to tell her. <laughs> just going to disappear for 14 hours. Where's Bob? Not even, like 13. I'm in the bathroom. You sit there with a phone. <laughs> it does have a better theme song than Enterprise. Oh, God. Well, that's not that. saying much, though. No, it's I mean. not. Enterprise. It's not great. I know a lot of people probably like it. But it's better than Enterprise. Well, Enter- the Enterprise theme is the worst fucking song I've ever heard before in my whole life. Yeah. yeah. Twice. What? The Enterprise <laughs> theme was... It's been a long time. Yeah, but that was originally <laughs> written by what's-his-name. Rod Stewart, wasn't it? Right. Getting from there to here. I guess he wrote too many hits. The it's fi- been the a long he ran out. Time. The Firefly theme was written by Joss Whedon. Yeah. 
so. So it's a lot of stuff. by Joss Whedon. That's awesome. It was, yeah. yeah it was I know, but it's just funny. That was his show. I mean, if you like oh, I knew it, it was. You no, know. I know who Joss Whedon is, and I know everybody would be jocking him. And, like, I just think it's funny that... You see, I liked him sh- before he was cool. <laughs> so, I mean, you like Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yes. Like the original film? Yes, but I like the series too. Did he do that? Yeah, he wrote film? the. That's where it came from. No, right. he didn't. He didn't write the original mm, film. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure he didn't. I don't know. Well, is he sure. that old? Because they changed is it. Is he old enough to do that? I thought he wrote it. I, I don't think he wrote it. Now you got to look it up, but that's okay. Continue. Right. Uh, the fans won't mind us taking a break for Joss Whedon. Well, if you if you're doing <laughs> that, then know that cowboy diplomacy was first used in 1902 in yeah. reference to Teddy Roosevelt. What did you look it up? I did. No, oh, okay. That makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Rough Rider. Well, after his uh, speak softly, carry a big stick comment, his critics used Written Cowboy. Written by Joss Whedon. Mm. It was? The right. original? Yes. Okay. Right there. <laughs> That's even better. Who's that makes the chick you love who him in more. that movie? Huh? Who's the chick who's in that movie? Uh, Christy Swanson. Okay. Who now you know her from her appearances on Law and Order Criminal Intent. How the Mighty Have Fallen. <laughs> What did she do on that? She just she was like a star of the day on Criminal Intent oh, or whatever. Uh-huh. You know how they do that? Like she played her episode of Criminal Intent was pretty good. She played um, an Anna Nicole Smith type that oh, okay. eats it, and they try to figure out what happened to her. Uh, like her manager killed her. Or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Was it a day, uh, rip from the headlines? Was it a D'Onofrio one or yeah, D'Onofrio? Okay, one. cool. Yeah, that was a good one. Well, that's that show was Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's but I mean, he's not always in it. It's he. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's that uh, Chris Noth. Yeah, and the Jeff Goldblum ones. I just want to poke my fucking I, eyes. I out. haven't seen a single one of them. Oh Jeff my Goldblum god, ones. I hate Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I like him. He's a dick. If he got struck by lightning, I would laugh in his <laughs> electrocuted face. <laughs> they take that. Jeff he Goldblum. He used to be on a detective show with uh, Ben Vereen back I in the seventies. It's really good. He was in. He was in. Annie, the only thing I ever liked him in was Annie Hall. Where he he's on the phone and he goes, I forgot my mantra when he's when uh Alvy's in LA. Yeah. And that's the only thing I ever uh, liked him in. I know you didn't like him in Jurassic Park. I don't like Jurassic Park. I know, it's exactly. Mm, he was good, good in the fly. The fly was I, good. I haven't seen the fly. It's a good movie. That blew me away that, that Gina was a Mel Davis, Brooks right? Movie. Isn't Gina Davis in that movie? Gina Davis. Yeah. That was back when they were kind of a thing. Because oh, yeah. they were in Earth Girls Are Easy together too. Yeah. She's a genius. Yes, she is. And she's a good catcher. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't cry that much. <laughs> no. Okay, anyway, back on Star Trek. So, yeah. She would make a good captain, Gina Davis. I think she'd be more of the bitchy admiral. Uh, she's not... Well, she might be old enough to be an admiral, mm-hmm. but I don't think she looks... She doesn't have to look... Well, uh, did you, you, she was great in Beetlejuice. She was in uh, the, yeah. the movie With where young, she was handsome, the... Uh, Alec Baldwin. Oh, very young, handsome Alec Baldwin. Yeah. That's when he was dreamy. Oh, he's still good-looking now. He's aged well. Did you ever see the, uh, there was, God, I'm going to do it to myself, the the 30 Rock episode where uh, they were testing the new HD cameras? Yes. And it reveals (laughs) the inner you. And so uh, Tina Fey's character was all ugly and, you know, whenever she would appear on screen. Kenneth was a Muppet. Kenneth was a Muppet as he went by the screen. And then when Alec Baldwin turned around to the camera, it was like a scene from his young, handsome days. Yeah. That was his internal beauty that would show up <laughs> on the HD. Yeah. After I after I saw that episode, I went on Netflix and found the oldest 
Alec Baldwin stuff I could find and watched. Glenn, Gary Ge- Glenn Ross is on instantly <laughs> now. Oh, really? Yeah. That I is a great movie. I haven't seen that movie. It's I need good. to watch it. He's yeah. great in that. He's got, like, what, two scenes? Yeah. And he just fucking... And they, they wrote the scene specifically for him, and he just basically shows up and fucking chews up the scenery and leaves. Yep. Oh, yeah. And that's all he does. He drops the mic. Essentially, like, he might yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Coffee is for closers. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've done it with the put... The coffee down. He's talking about his wristwatch and how much his watch costs and stuff. It's really cool. <laughs> but Gary Gunn Ross is famous. So he's like Ric Flair? To an extent, yes. You've no. never seen this? No, I've never seen you it. You should. I it's will. good. It's, it's really it's good. It's about like a bunch of fucking down and out salesmen. Yeah. And like uh, the guy that had what the, the guys that have the two guys that have there's four guys in the office. Two guys that have the highest stay. Two guys that have the lowest go. Mm-hmm. And Alec Baldwin shows up as, like, the corporate shark or whatever, and he's right. basically telling him, like, hey, you see my fucking – I drive a brand-new fucking Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah. This watch is $10,000. I live in the biggest house <laughs> on the <laughs> big <laughs> side of town. But it's, like, Alec Baldwin added, like, his swarmiest. It's awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's really great. I'll watch it this week. Oh, lightning. Yeah, that was a sharp one. So, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, anyways. They uh, – back at Quaylar 2, the Enterprise is there. And they're investigating well, that. Shoot, we uh, haven't gotten anywhere in this episode. <laughs> no, we haven't. Well, we've kind of, you know. We're, only, we're an hour in already. Yeah, but it moves along well. We're not an hour in. 57 minutes. Are you fucking kidding me? And then the opening credits. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah. So well, that was fun, wasn't it, crew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyways, they're still trying to find out where this Vulcan ship disappeared to. And so there's this wife of a deceased smuggler. I guess the smuggler was on that ship that they blew up. They blew up last time, yeah. Yeah. She's got the smuggler's blues. Yeah. She plays that. She plays the blues. She's the four-armed pianist. And Riker's got no beef. Like, he's going to fuck this fat chick, too. Yeah. She's got four arms. (laughs) Or more. Four times. I thought I saw a fifth one in there at some point. Well, that was Riker. (laughs) (laughs) And that That wasn't an arm. That was Riker's cock. Yeah. But yeah, Riker's going to fuck this fat girl. Yeah. Which is cool, because, like, Riker normally only goes after hot chicks. He must have been really fucking drunk. No, no, no I don't I mean, think so. I, I think he, he will all he needs is something uh, warm and moist. <laughs> Not always warm. <laughs> Not always moist. Yeah. That's what spit hey, for. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. Well, I, come on. You've never no. seen the internet before? No. <laughs> You know, when I was young, spit take meant something completely different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's he's talking to this chick, and I guess she turns him on to. She this, does uh, turn him on. Yeah. This fat Ferengi who, I guess, coordinated that whole Vulcan thingy. Yeah. So he's going to show up sometime soon. So they're just going to stake out the bar, which Riker has no problem with whatsoever. Yeah, but I mean, like they're <laughs> not even really sta- they're in uniform. Yeah. So like, you think they would have put like fake beers yeah. on or something? But this is in Federation space, right? Maybe an overcoat. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's it's next to that out, next to that Federation it's, it's junkyard. You two are uh, next to our, our mothball fleet, or yeah, but why are just I don't know if I'm if I'm gonna roll into a bar and I see the Enterprise sitting outside and <laughs> Worf and Number One, sit, I'm not gonna go being a dick. I'm gonna get the fuck it, out of there. If like I'm doing some shady shit, you're a drug smuggler. You go into a bar in Mi- in Miami. Don Johnson and Tubbs are sitting there at the bar. Yes, yeah. I'm gonna leave. Now, which one is which one is Riker and which one is? <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, Riker's Don Johnson. He's got the uh, pushed-up blazer, you know, the pastel but that, but shirt. That's what I'm, saying. Yeah. I'm gonna leave. The police are here. 
I gotta yeah. get the fuck out of here. And it's the, it's not just Don Johnson and, and, and James Edward. It's the whole fucking no no. It's, they're <laughs> they're not though in their cool pastels. No, they're in, they're, their they're in uniform yeah. with badges. They're in their blues. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like a fucking cop just got shot and they're at, they're hanging hanging out of the bar at the funeral after the funeral. I'm getting yeah. the fuck out of there. Yeah, <laughs> fucking cop central. I'm not gonna walk in with two aliens on my arms going ah. Two hot alien bitches. Yeah, one with a weird headpiece. Yeah, like that weird. But that's what paper bags were invented yeah. for. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're gonna wait for that guy to show up. Uh, and back on Romulus. Mm. Back on indoor Romulus. Yeah. Pardek and Spock are meeting with that proconsul, who's like he's totally overvulcaning it. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, live long and prosper. Yes. Oh, yes. Am right. I doing this right? Doing Is that this correctly? Oh, cool, 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 cool. He's really weird looking. Yeah, like his jaw was freaking me the hell yeah, out. He was, he was yeah. freaky. But yeah. as soon as you see him, you know, oh, this guy's fucking. He's a rat. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You talk about smarmy earlier. Yeah. This is the definition of smarmy. Yeah, he's obviously a politician. He's a rat. Yeah. And then this is where the episode goes to shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Spock should have known that something was up, though, because this guy's obviously too agreeable. Oh, yeah. We, and he's going to take this step that nobody's ever do done. This. Talk openly about unification. Oh, I, the underground movement can come above ground now. Yeah. We'll It'd talk be about it. to kill them all that way. I mean, <laughs> support them. <laughs> I <laughs> mean... Prison go camps. <laughs> go back and tell all your friends in the underground movement to meet us at the bus stop. <laughs> We're not going to follow you back to your hideout. Don't worry. Because <laughs> we don't have to. Yeah. We already, we've got a mole. We've got several <laughs> moles. Actually, everybody there is a mole except for you. Yes. Have you seen Caddyshack? Remember? Little, yeah, we got one of those, too. <laughs> little puppet. <laughs> yep. So after they leave. Guess who shows up? God damn it! Go away! You're, we just saw you. What's the funny is, like Denise Crosby never left. She, she was hiding in wardrobe the whole time. It's and essentially, just like out. she didn't. Like I think she just <laughs> yeah. fucking writes herself into these fucking shows. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It's like she was it was the last roll of tape they had for the day, and she walks in. They're like, God damn it! We can't take her out now. No, no, they they left. <laughs> the production team had left, and she convinced the guy who was playing the uh, pro console. Yeah. To hang hey, around. Can you shoot this scene for me for my reel? Like I'm working on something here, <laughs> and I want to test it out. Can we try this? Yeah. And then she just snuck it in. She's the been episode. into makeup though ever since. She's yeah. like Sean Look. Young, who once she wanted to be fucking Catwoman. Like yeah. And the thing is, in season one, I liked Denise Crosby. Like I like Yar. I, I but think now, she's cool. Yeah. But now, it's but like she just, died. Just you know? go away. Exactly. It's like leave. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. This you isn't a comic book. No. You know? People like, actually have to die in Star Trek. She's a bad penny. <laughs> she's like that weird. She's you know she's she's the girlfriend in um in Wayne's World. Hi Wayne. Yeah. Hi Garth. Yeah. And she just keeps showing up. Yeah. I hate her. Yeah. Fucking stupid idiot. <laughs> and that's why she did the Trekkies movie, and so she could again. Come back into Once the limelight. It, yeah, it's like I made one of the hugest career mistakes of my life by leaving this show. Please <laughs> take me back. I still love you. Please. <laughs> Although she was in Deep Impact, was she? Yeah, she was. Uh, uh, she got the <laughs> She was Frodo's mom in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Know that. Well, what's his name? Ah. But yeah, this reminds yeah. me of like again when you break up with your girlfriend. And then you just call every now and then when you're drunk and horny and you fuck her, and then she leave, and then you're like, oh yeah, that was a mistake. We shouldn't do that. Anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm drunk and horny again. This, this is, I mean, this is what episode seven uh, of the season, season five. I think so. Yeah. And she's been in two of them. I mean, come on. Yeah. Fucking Jory doesn't get this much screen time. No, he doesn't. He's a cast member. Yeah. 
He's like, I'll play an alien Come one on, day. Man. Just put <laughs> me on fucking screen. I was in Roots. <laughs> <laughs> I got my foot chopped off. Come on, motherfucker. She's just some white bitch. <laughs> yeah. She's dead. Yeah, it's annoying. She was actually the four-armed pianist, too. <laughs> <laughs> and the fat Ferengi. And when the doors open, she makes the noise. Yeah. <laughs> Can I, get, I get paid for that? She's one of the guys in the wall that pulls the thing to open the doors. <laughs> then every now and then you see her little head stick out just because she wants some screen time. Yeah. Oh. Keep that sad card. <laughs> it's like, what was it, Three Men and a Baby? There was like a ghost in the background. <laughs> it was She's always the ghost in the background. It was TNG. You know who that was, don't you? Who? That was Ted Danson. Was it? Yeah, it was a stand-up cutout and Three Men and a Baby directed by Leonard Nimoy, who's in this episode. Huh. But it was a, a card... Three Men and a Baby was directed by Leonard Nimoy? Yes. <laughs> Weird. I didn't know that. Didn't yeah, know he, he's been a director for a while. I knew that, but I didn't know he directed... But Three Men and a Baby was like a smash hit. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So much so that they made Three Men and a Little Lady. Which I don't remember if he directed or not. But that was a Leonard Nimoy film. But that's that ghost that everybody sees, if in the uncut footage or whatever, there were scenes cut out that he had like a bunch of cardboard stand-ups of himself. Because Ted Danson was the actor. Yeah. And that was one of his, prom- like, you know, for a restaurant ad or something, that promotion. And he had Why one of the cardboard. Why was it on the set? No, I'm saying his character was an actor. Oh, okay. And so one of the and he did like commercials, and one of the commercials that he had done had a character, and they you know like you know buy more burgers or whatever, and it was a cardboard stand-up, and then he had moved it, his piece it was just a piece of set dressing, okay, to establish character, and that he was so vain he would have cardboard cutouts of himself. Right. Okay. All right. But it's not Denise Crosby. No. Okay. No. Because Leonard Nimoy would not have been in this episode if he had <laughs> had her in, in that movie. Wait, Denise is the... No. Nah, I'm not doing it. Come on, man. I'm but out. She just won't stop calling me, Jack. Yeah. She showed up in the Romulan outfit trying to get on three men and a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what happened, right? When when Yar went back in time... <laughs> I would like to see her try to get into more shows now dressed as a <laughs> Romulan. <laughs> shows up on Big Bang Theory. Yeah. We'll wait until or like any of these reality Denise. shows... Like, you know, the the Amazing Race. Like, they go somewhere, and Denise Crosby <laughs> walks in. <laughs> Dressed as Commander Salah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. Commander Salah. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, she's one of the chefs. So, yeah, so she's in there, and she's like, oh, good, everything's going as planned. We'll be able to invade Vulcan. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then she's the the that deal. whole plan doesn't make any sense. To me. None whatsoever. Okay, it, it's like the 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 closeness of Romulus and Vulcan now is because the Vulcan uh, ships later on are moving at warp one, which is the speed of light. How the hell long is it going to take to get there? Yeah. Five minutes. Yeah. The whole plan. This whole episode. This is a. It starts falling apart. Right to the fucking side of the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, it's right part two. To the side of the mountain. Yeah, it is. And as soon as she shows up, you know where it's going. It's like motherfucker. <laughs> At least it's somewhat of a direct approach. Yeah. Yeah, they it's didn't. The they didn't have an engine stall out and hit the side of the mountain. Yeah. They pushed the stick forward. But like, no. Pilot passed out. <laughs> but you know, like the concept of. The last one she was in is the Klingon Civil War, and then we don't see the Klingon Civil War. At, At least she has a reason to be here. It's kind of well, it's a different kind of unification. Yeah. You know, at least it's still along the same lines. It's not invasion. Like, yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, if you're going to get unified one way, I mean, there's the South Korean way that they want to unify the peninsula, yeah. and then there's the North Korean yeah. way. Unified in a permaglow. Yeah. I just don't like Denise Crosby. <laughs> Post first season, Denise yeah. Crosby. Just go away. Yeah. How many? The Batman blob had it right. It's fucking killer. Yeah. Come <laughs> on, man. Jesus. They should keep. They should go back to that planet and pick him up. <laughs> and every time she shows up again, <laughs> there she is. <laughs> hey, remember this? Kill you. <laughs> I'm totally going to kill you for no reason. <laughs> because I can. Everybody else is cool. Yeah, I just don't. You keep it. ruining episodes. Yeah, man. God damn it. Because she's the she's the the Romulan enemy. Like yeah. she's the epitome. Like sh- that's it. Like. Yeah. Ugh. Just. Revolting. Yeah. So, anyways, back down in the Bring cave. Bring Pulaski back every now and then. Yeah, exactly. I like to see her. Yeah. Yeah. She's at a con. Recently. She's either was just at a con or she will be at a con. Cool. I got to check into that because if it's at the right con, I might be very happy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, back in the cave. Spock tells them <laughs> back all. Back in the cave. Meanwhile, in the bat cave. <laughs> <laughs> Spock goes down there. He's like, hey, good news, guys. We're going to have a meeting with uh, the proconsul, and he's going to go and tell the Senate everything really nice. And everything's going to be special, and yeah. everything's going to be better. Yep. Picard's like, what are you talking we can, about? We can be really Vulcan-y, and nobody's going to be mad at us about it. What are you talking about, old man? Yeah. You're a dumb fuck. <laughs> he's like, you, you, do you believe that? You are being swayed by your emotions again. He's telling you what you want to hear. Yeah. And... But Spock is like, oh, that Sarek in your head is what's making you argue with me. Picard's getting tired. He's like, yeah. you keep telling me I'm talking with somebody else's voice, buddy. Sarek yeah. in my head is going to make me punch you in the face. <laughs> See, I got to all the feelings that Sarek had in, in his self that he never could express because he was a Vulcan. <laughs> Guess what, bitch? Not a Vulcan. Don't let the ears fool you. I'll punch you in the mouth. Right in the throat. Just like he always wanted to do when you were that snarky little bastard kid. And you'll be spitting up green blood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know what else? Half the time you were a kid, he didn't think you were his. (laughs) You remember Vulcan Maury? Yeah. You remember Uncle Stovak? Not your uncle. (laughs) And that cousin that you met in the the desert that one time? Yeah. Not your cousin. That was weird, dude. He touched you. Totally weird. Oh, oh wait till we do animated series. You'll know about the cousin in the desert that yeah. touched him. It, <laughs> it's really creepy. Is that masturbation? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, um, they fight about it, and Spock's like, okay, yeah, maybe there might be, uh, they might be trying to trick us, but at least there's a chance. So let's just let it. Yeah, let's just let let's it play roll out. Roll the dice. Let them trick us is what Spock is saying in yeah. a roundabout way. Yeah, just let's just let it play out. It's <laughs> like uh, in Metalocalypse. I know you, you never seen it. I watched Have it. Have you enough. seen it? Metalocalypse. Mm, I know Jenny's seen it. There's like a cabal of guys that are watching the band because the band is so influential culturally and economically. And every time they have a meeting, something's happening with the band Death Clock. And they're always like, we will watch. <laughs> Later we will take action. That's what Spock is doing here. He's like, oh, we'll just let it play out. <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. They always do. 
Anybody that's seen Metalocalypse. I've right. seen Metalocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, and isn't uh, Mark uh, Hamill one of the voices? Yeah, but Mark uh, Hamill's Malcolm voice McDowell. On everything. Malcolm McDowell is one of the voices of the, one of the Cabal guys too. Cool. Yeah. Let's get a, once you get into voice acting, that's got to be a sweet gig. Oh, that's, yeah. that's what you the show up, done. do thirty minutes, and Mark walk. Hamill, the Joker, he's great, man. Yeah, he is. So yeah, so back on uh, the Klingon ship, Data is still trying to hack the internet, and uh, Spock helps him with coding it and everything, and they're sitting there talking while Picard's getting changed out of his makeup. I think I'll take this as a chance to get my ears off. Yeah. I thought that was a funny little scene. Yeah. My ears itch. Yeah. And by ears, I mean butt. (laughs) I have to go take a shower. I don't know why Beverly had me put this Romulan penis on. <laughs> I took totally a really nasty shit on Romulus. That soup yeah. ran right through me. I really gotta take a shower. I mean, I wiped and wiped and wiped and nothing. <laughs> I mean, I literally, I ran out of toilet paper, number one. And oh, I good luck finding a good shower on a Klingon <laughs> show. And I gotta, I have, to, I have to really, I mean, I don't know. I think I got poop on my uniform. <laughs> a really nasty shit, bro. I was just... I Data <laughs> turned off his nose. <laughs> 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 oh, Captain. <laughs> bleep, bleep, then, bleep. Uh, Spock and Data have a nice little scene. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, obvious. Data, you're everything that I want to be, that Vulcans want to be. be. Yeah, because you're strong and you're smart and you have no emotions and your butt looks nice. In those pants. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Data's like, well, you're half human, right? It's kind of weird that I want to be human and you want to be me. You're everything yeah, you, 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 you Maybe reject. we can do a Freaky Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a more interesting way to carry out this episode. That would have been cool. Yeah. Ebony and Ivory. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. I don't care what they say. I like Lindsay Lohan. So, back in the bar, Worf gets that four-armed pianist to play a uh, Klingon opera. Yeah, for him, <laughs> which sounds like shit. But it's supposed to because it's a Klingon. Yeah, and he can sing. They're making fun of their Klingon culture he here. But I'm sure Ben's happy about this. No, yeah. because in blah 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 <laughs> Minnesota, there was actually a full-on Klingon opera that someone wrote, produced, directed. Oh, that's awesome! In all seriousness, all in Klingon. With and they didn't get laid a single time during that. <laughs> the makeup—I saw pictures from it. The makeup was TV quality. I mean, just as good as on TNG. Yeah. And it is seriously portrayed a scene from Klingon history in operatic form, the way that you know normal opera would do. That's cool. And theirs was actually pretty good. In Chicago, I met a dude that does. Uh, Christmas Carol, all in, in Klingon. Klingon. Oh, really? That's door to door? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing, like, it's all in Klingon. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Like, is it just a Klingon translation of... Yes. Oh, okay. And it's all Klingon actors, guys in Klingon makeup, the whole nine yards. I would love to hear Silent Night <laughs> in Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as, as they're playing that, that fat Ferengi dude walks in. He's just he's fucking he's big. Like, Yo, play song. my song, bitch. Hey, you know what I baby, like. They're playing our song. <laughs> yeah, and he's just laughing it up, yucking Commander it up. Commander Racker, a fat Ferengi just walked in. Yeah. <laughs> so Riker comes in and roughs this guy up. I got Worf cleans, you know, clears the table though when he needs to call Riker. He just walks over and just kind of punks the guy that was sitting there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But why is Riker being the tough guy in this situation? You've got Worf there. 
Well, maybe that's the thing. You'd ex- like, you'd expect Worf to be the tough guy. Yeah. And that's why when the human goes crazy... But it would have been more effective if Riker's like, well, you're going to tell me everything I need to know, and if you don't, you're going to make me angry. Instead of saying that, say, uh-huh. if you don't, I'm going to let my friend over here. Well, it makes more... Well, I mean, Riker's got a good reputation of being kind of a rough-and-tumble badass yeah. guy. Maybe he thought he was going to rape him. <laughs> that would... Don't blow up my space station. <laughs> oh, no. Yep. So he tells him everything about that Vulcan ship that he knows. Because he throws his fish in his lap. Yeah. You know, we know what Riker should have done. He should have been like, look, you're going to tell me what I, you want to know. I'm going to fuck your ladies right now. That was going to happen either way. <laughs> yeah. That, tell, uh, me what I, tell me what I want. Don't tell me yet, though. Give me like five minutes. <laughs> I don't remember what's done. <laughs> yep. So... They go back to the Enterprise, and he's talking with Picard over the piggyback subspace signal. <laughs> yeah. It's like an AT&T line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> we need to turn the ship more to the south. Oh, all right, all right. What, what, what? Oh, they get aluminum foil, put it on in the cell. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's better. So they um, they talk about the uh, everything that's going on with the pro console and stuff like that. And the Enterprise is going to head for... Galandan Core. Galandan Core. Sounds good. We've been there. But it sounds really far away. It's not. It's along the neutral zone. But it sounds far. Yeah. Because it's the core. Yeah. And I think core, I think center. No, but we were there. Um, Center. That's where the Romulan ship crashed in the defector, wasn't it? Or no, that's where he said the the secret base was being built. Yeah, the Galandan, yeah. Along oh, yeah, the neutral yeah, yeah. zone, the and core. And then we went to Glondon Core, and that's where Jordy met his friend. No, no. Jordy ain't got no fucking friends. Yeah, it's wrong Wasn't that Narendra three? Bitch, yeah, he makes his friends on the holodeck. Dennis, who you fooling? Yeah, <laughs> he ain't got no fucking friends. Nobody likes Jordy, <laughs> except Data. He doesn't know. He's better. a robot. He yeah. doesn't know any better. Yeah, Jordy probably reprogrammed him <laughs> to be <laughs> his friend. I'm gonna push this button yeah. lever here. Open your head. Oh, now you're my friend forever. He took uh, he took the microchip from my buddy <laughs> and put <laughs> it in data. Buddy, <laughs> my buddy, my buddy, and me. That's why so there's those scenes where they haven't they've been separated by the mission, and whenever Jordy comes back to the ship, hey data, hey Jordy, they just kind of you know nod heads together. <laughs> missed you, missed you too. <laughs> Mr. Two Buddy. The Eskimo kiss. Yeah. Do you want to go get some coffee? Sure, buddy. You're my BFF. <laughs> and they put their necklaces together. <laughs> and that, you know, that's the freeze frame at the end when the credits freeze start rolling. <laughs> they got to jump in the air when they do it. Da, 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 da. Jordy jumps higher, though. Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because he's blind. No, because yeah. he's black, stupid. Yeah. Jordy's from Atlanta. Oh, okay. Jordy is from Atlanta originally. <laughs> Ixnay on the lack bay. Are you saying Jordy's mom was a basketball wife? Maybe. Maybe? Yeah. Have you seen that hip hop? Or a, actually from uh, a BNT, a BET uh, executive? <laughs> <laughs> or Black Enterprise magazine? <laughs> Ebony magazine? Jet. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so anyways, on the uh, Klingon ship, Data is going through all that stuff and finds that there was a transmission to the Galandan Corps, and dun, dun, dun. they intercept it, and the only message was four digits, one four zero zero. What? Ooh, what does that mean? 
What? I don't know. So they go back to our back on Romulus. Spock is talking to that kid again. That and kid is annoying. I got some. I got some got dreidels. Some, yeah, they're like dice. Four sided. Four sided. Do you want to play some D and D, bro? Yeah, that's what it looked like. These are ancient D and D dice. The the they're from Vulcan. Oh my gosh. So the Vulcan. These are for a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good though. That'd have been awesome if he had some figurines too. For your armor class, that's a really good roll. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me an initiative check real fast while you're here, kid. <laughs> all right, let me see here. All right. what are you, what's your modifier on that one? All right, all right. Wouldn't the world be better if everybody had a character sheet and dice? Yeah, that'd be cool. And that every conflict is... Would be cons- yeah, I would love that. <laughs> Carjacking? Oh, hang on. Yeah, roll, on. roll for initiative. I gotta roll initiative. What's your, what's your sneak? <laughs> all right, my sneak is a 13... Oh, shit, I rolled a four. Yeah, I beat you, guy. I'll see you later. All right, give me a key. <laughs> I'm going to attempt a stab. <laughs> Backstab. What's your AC? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you using Thacko? I've got combat initiative. <laughs> the great thing about it is they're probably, like on Bob's Boneyard, people don't want to hear you talk about D&D. I'm sure there's a lot of listeners that would like to hear about D&D. I love D&D. D&D's yeah. a, a great hobby. No, I know there's at least one person out there probably going, I get everything they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so he talks to that kid about D&D, and then... Vulcan D&D. Yeah, Vulcan D&D. And that kid's parents, I guess, taught him about it. So this they underground's obviously been underground they're, for a long they're time. They're big into D&D, in yeah. the underground, because yeah. they're underground. they got nothing else yeah. to do. Not the digital underground. Oh, a great group. Yeah. Great group. Very underrated. Yeah. Because they were underground. Tupac used to dance with That's right. <laughs> That's his first song. All around the world, the same song from that movie. Uh, what was it called? Oh, shit. It was right on the tip of my tongue, and then I forgot. Yes, Nothing But Trouble with John Candy. All around the world, the same song. Great song. That's a great song. Yeah. Great song. Rest in peace, Tupac. Yep. Wherever you are. Yeah. All shot up. Rest in peace, John Candy. I hope he doesn't come back a lot yeah. like uh, Denise Crosby, though. That would be enough. <laughs> he has released a lot of albums yeah, since he I died. Yeah, but at least people want him to release albums. Yeah, and come back as a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she would come back as a hologram. For <laughs> that, that was pretty uh, awesome. We've, we've basically moved on to holograms now. Yeah. That's I just can't wait for Hologram Tupac to go on tour. Yeah. And get now, I wonder if Hologram Tupac will still be late for all of his shows. <laughs> hologram Tupac will be like, I'm not going on stage till like 11:30, man. I got shit I got to do. We got to reboot the Tupac hologram. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Tupac hologram said he wasn't going on until 12 o'clock at night. That's what Tupac hologram wants to do. That's what fucking Tupac holograms doing. <laughs> he doesn't care about the ABC laws. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so uh, Spock goes back to the cave and talks to Picard and Data, and they tell him about the message, and he's like, Oh, oh, I know. What, what a coincidence, because of that. Proconsul is supposed to give a message at 1400. That's when I'm going to stand by him and give an announcement. I wonder if it has something to do with the 1400. Yeah. Fuck is real dumb in this episode. Yeah, he is. <laughs> There's a m- th- I was starting to get that, and it was annoying me because he was the smartest character in all of Star Trek. All three years of the original series, all through the animated series, all through the movies, even when he was brain-tarded after he died, <laughs> he was smarter than everybody else. Yeah. But now this he can't one, see. Eh. Uh, he's, he's blinded. He's, he's blinded by ambition. Yeah. He's written really poorly. Yes. Like, he just is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Spock ain't going to fall for this shit, man. Come on. No. 
That yeah, because they're all surprised because guess who shows up? Sela shows up and takes them all prisoner, and they're like, "Oh, Pardek, you betrayed me." Oh, of course, I figured this all really? out. Really? Now, Picard's probably like, well, "I've known you for eighty years." If you knew he was tricking you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me know. Just, you just told me five minutes ago. <laughs> this was all part of Spock's master plan that spanned eighty years <laughs> from the original Kittimer Accords. Yeah. To catch Pardek as the mole. Yeah. <laughs> Aha! <laughs> well, the joke's it. on you. I'm nothing if not. I patient. have here a envelope that I sent to myself <laughs> 80 years ago. Mr. It'd, Data, it'd would be you? Great if like a courier showed up. Oh, sir, I am here at da- the appointed time. <laughs> Mr. Data, would you open the envelope? Telegram First, confirm that it has been se- Yes, this envelope has been sealed. There is a postmark from 80 years ago. <laughs> Open the envelope, Mr. Data. It says, Pardek is the... Mo- oh, my God! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Signed, James Tiberius Kirk. See, he's been missing for... He's so been long. missing for 80 years. Yeah, it's... Yeah. And then she does the typical bad guy thing and tells the whole plan. Yes. She's like, well, since you'll never escape, I'll go ahead and tell you what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to use those Vulcan ships. Yes, there's three, not just the one you were looking for. What? We know all about the Enterprise. Huh? Doing their investigation. At we're going to load them up with some Romulan troops, and we're going to conquer Vulcan with three ships of Romulan troops. 2,000 troops. Or 3,000 troops. Think of a whole fucking planet? That's what I'm saying. This is the dumbest fucking idea. Did you miss the part where Ben was talking about the Vulcan martial arts? Yeah. They have nerve pinchies. <laughs> nerve pinchies. <laughs> the whole war is just nerve pinchies. Uh, uh. like, uh, they get to Vulcan. The 3,000 guys come off the starships. It's like, we've conquered Vul- Oh, they must be hiding. And every time they walk by a tree, you see a Vulcan just kind of step out and go, wee-oo. Yeah, this plane is dumb. Dump. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. You just march behind him. Get the last guy in line. Wee-oo. But you got the dumb Romulan lady, so of course he's going to come up with a dumb plan. Yeah. So, and it's just not like it's not even a Romulan type of plan. No, because they want to manipulate people into doing things. Like yeah, they tried to manipulate the Klingon Civil War. They weren't getting directly involved in it. They yeah, were just they're giving just supplies, you know, yeah. Iran Contra type of deal mm-hmm. with it. But now this is like, oh, we're just gonna go invade, and you yeah. know what? The Federation can suck it. Yeah, because the Federation's not going to do anything when one of the founding. It'd be like if you you invaded Canada. Yeah. United States just go sit here and go, oh, geez, wow. Well, Sorry, guys. Could the Taliban have Canada? Yeah. <laughs> Saddam Hussein. Yeah, he took America's hat. Damn. Know, man, yeah. this episode just sucks. Yeah, it it just sucks, but it, it gets really shitty. It's, it's the it standard make any second sense. part of a two-parter. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Just like you expected last week. Yeah. So back on the Enterprise, they get a message from Picard <laughs> telling them that, oh, everything's good everything here. Everything is cool. Stay Situation normal. Stay where you are, buddy. Everything I'm fine. is. No, 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 no. I'm not. I haven't been kidnapped by Tashiar again. We're everything. all fine down here. Yes. How are you? I'm. <laughs> I'm good. Yes. And then he shoots it and says, "That was a boring <laughs> conversation, anyway." <laughs> yes. We're gonna have company in a few minutes. Yes, this is a. Uh, yeah. So Riker's like, hmm, that sounds suspicious. Because at least he knows when something suspicious is going on. Yeah, because he's normally kind of doing suspicious things. (laughs) Exactly. But it normally involves dropping things in people's drinks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And zipping up his fly and running away from something. Yeah. Or blowing up his space station. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so Sailor brings 
her prisoners to her office because that's a, a very place secure to bring, place. Yeah, to bring your prisoners. Yeah, and she tells Spock, "Oh, you're gonna read this speech for me." He's like, "I'm not gonna do that." She's like, "Oh, that's all right. We got a holographic Tupac to do it for you." <laughs> Call the cops when you see Tupac. Do <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> mama. That would have been you know, who shot me. Butch and Punks <laughs> didn't kill me. We'll use this hologram. <laughs> Wrong one, wrong one. <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> the, the original hologram was Spock undressing himself, going, I really want to see you, Denise Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, Smithers, you're very good at turning me <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, just ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so don't understand. So she's like, okay, everything, there's, Nothing you can possibly do to ruin this plan. So I'm just going to leave the three of you here, locked in my office. <laughs> I'll see you later. With all of this sensitive command and control equipment still operational. Yeah, it's so dumb. Well, you don't <laughs> yeah. have the password. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. password protected. Yeah. The password is password. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as she leaves, Data and Spock are like, hey, we can still access this, right? All right, let's you go do it. You still got the password, right? She yeah. didn't even sign out of her Facebook profile. No, we got what this. The hell? There's a lot of posts that are walled out. I, I am, am a homo. I am gay. I yeah. smell. I love Riker so much. <laughs> Romulus sucks. This one time, Federation is great. This one time I poop my face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finger blasting myself so hard right now. <laughs> hey, if you guys saw a bunch of posts from me earlier, somebody hacked my account. <laughs> that wasn't really me. No, I don't know where you could buy sweet Jordans. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did not post pictures of myself naked. <laughs> OMG, look at this awesome video I have of us. <laughs> Can you believe that I saved this much money? Stupid. Yeah. Is this you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, one of my favorite things now is occasionally I'll get followed on Twitter by a robot account of like some slut somewhere. Yeah. And the description, because sometimes people don't have a description for themselves, yeah. but these descriptions are always... You know, something about, oh, I just want to meet men or whatever. Mm -hmm. Today I got one that was awesome that I hope this one doesn't get deleted because these get deleted. I never defriend them. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I don't block them or anything because <laughs> it's pretty funny. But uh, this one said, I only like small guys. No big dicks, please. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's the greatest How'd thing. How'd they know? They found me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. My dreams have come true. She'll think I'm massive. Yeah. She's the antithesis of a side squeeze. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, and it was Sayla. It was Denise Crosby's uh, avatar. So, yeah. So, the Enterprise detects these Vulcan ships coming. They're like, all right, let's go intercept At them. At warp one. Even though, like Worf says, the, the captain says, says no. Well, you know what? The captain's not here. When is Worf going to ever say that? Yeah. I mean, there's a chance for confrontation. Yeah, there's a chance for battle. Yeah. Well, you don't... Do you want to disappoint the arbiter of secession? No. no word. I chose your leader. I said, stay put. Yeah. Do what I say forever. Stay. Stay. Sit. Heal. Good work. Playing on. It was always embarrassing whenever Picard would come back to the ship and he'd put the little doggy treat on, <laughs> you know, Worf's nose. Wait. Wait. Now. That's a good one. Yeah, Worf. Pet his ridges. Who's a good boy? Who's a good king? Yeah. So, Sayla comes back to her office. And she expects everything to be fine. But, oh, everybody's gone. Oh, shit. And Riker's there. Oh, shit. With a Justin Bieber haircut. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So, she shoots. He's trying out new styles. Yeah. They shoot at him, but they're holograms. Surprise, surprise. Pew, 
And then Spock comes out of the wall and nerf pinches the one guy. Yeah, it's like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and Data gets the other dude. Punch? Yeah. Judo punch. Yeah. And then um, Data brings down the hologram and she's like, oh, well, you can't stop those Vulcan ships now. It'll be too late. So back at the uh, Enterprise. Well, we forgot where he gives her the thing, right? He gives her the Vulcan neck pinch and they leave. No, no, they've got to give the uh, fake transmission. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. No, I don't think they've done it. I'm so hoping they already did that? No. But this is where Crusher comes up and says, oh, we just got an urgent distress signal from this place. And they need emergency evacuation. We're the only people who can do it. And Riker's like, hmm, all right, maybe. But then they get a message from Spock. Saying that, you know, this invasion fleet's coming. And they're like, okay, that's probably a fake message, so let's go get them. Well, it starts out like the fake Spock message was going to. Yeah. I am Ambassador Spock. Blah, yeah. blah. You've probably detected Romulan ships. Yeah. Or Vulcan, Vulcan ships. ships. They're full of Romulans. Hurry, they're going to cover you up, man. They're going to kill us all. <laughs> Shoot them. Yeah. Shoot them now. Yeah. Oh, my God. What do you think he wanted? <laughs> yeah. Why so cryptic? We should probably go <laughs> check out that place that needs the medical supplies, What do you though? think he means about Romulans? Yeah. The secret code. Here's the Romulan neutral zone. Yeah. What could it mean? <laughs> Are these things connected? <laughs> He might be talking about those three Vulcan ships there, sir. No. no it's a long shot. No, no. Spock is uh, known to speak in hyperbole. You know, that whole Yoda talk shit yeah. he does. He, he once tried to make peace with the Temerians, so it could be using their funky language. Oh, metaphor. Oh, my yeah. God. Let me think about this. The Romulans. On the Vulcan ships. On the Vulcan in ships. In the neutral zone. In the neutral zone. Oh, Jane's going to get struck by lightning. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so then Data confirms, okay, they got a message, and then he nerve pinches Sailor. Uh, I think he broke her neck, though. He killed her. You never <laughs> yeah. see her again, right? This is yeah. her last episode. This is her last episode. Yeah. So he kills her. Yeah. Again. Like, he, he kills her. But like, Spock is like, oh, that's pretty good. That's not a Vulcan neck pinch. He snapped her fucking... He blew up her fucking I think vein in her neck. No, her I think... Jugula. No. She bled out and died. You I don't see think... discoloration <laughs> spreading. <laughs> I don't think Data killed her, but... The fall? No, she f- she fouled up the whole Klingon Civil War thing. Yeah. She fouled up the Spock thing. When the proconsul gets back and she's knocked out in the office, and he's like, really? Really? Well, I, I think, if anything, they should teach the Romulans you can't send a man, a woman to do a man's job. That's right. Yeah. Seriously, I'm not being a dick. <laughs> I'm just saying women can't do things. They're useless. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's a bull. That's all uh, I'm saying. Sexist Ray. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? How many things has she been involved with that she's fucked up? Yeah, yeah, she's terrible. <laughs> well, just because she's, you can't, all Romulan women, aren't they? They're not, they're because, because they, there are some effective Romulan The Romulan women. commander from the effective original series blow was... jobs. Yeah. Just look. I just can't... Sandwich, argue. coffee, and head. That's it. I, I'm <laughs> not agreeing with anything said. <laughs> I disagree with all of... These are wrote them down. Yeah. I disagree them. with everything I'm not saying Earth women, said. I'm saying Romulan women are pointless and stupid. Yeah. Especially ones that keep showing up for no fucking reason. <laughs> With dumb Especially haircuts. the blonde ones. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> blonde Romulans, never trust them. Nope. No. If there's never only one blonde Romulan, there's probably something up with that one. I don't like her. It's a birth defect. She sucks. Yeah. She ain't right. So the Vulcan ships start to run away, and the Enterprise is chasing them. And then all of a sudden, a warbird shows up. Blow them up! Yep. Pew, pew, pew. But it's not facing the Enterprise. It's facing the Vulcan ships. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. 
Blows them up. Blows up the shit. Kills oh all their oh people. Oh, my God. They killed 2,000 people. Killed them just to cover up their own invasion. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Destruction before discovery. Yeah. So, in the other caves <laughs> that Pardek didn't know about. He didn't know about these caves. There's mad caves on. Because he was the leader of the underground, but they had secret caves just in case. Yeah. Well, I think it's almost like, you know, the terrorist. <laughs> this is so mad. It's the terrorist thing. Stupid. You know about this. That's so you, dumb. You, this, <laughs> cell <laughs> <laughs> this cell doesn't know about that. You know, you keep it yeah. like Hydra. This you chop one head oh, off okay, and two way. come back. Okay, that makes sense then. Okay. <laughs> no, there's no So warm. Arnim Zola had something going on that like Baron Zemo didn't know about. Exactly. Okay. Then I, I then I this agree. makes sense now. Fine, I'm fine with it now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So but it's more like the terrorist thing. The underground, they're all like, okay, I well, I guess we have to quit now. And they're like, no, no, no. Spock's gonna stick around. He's gonna help us. So Picard and Data are leaving, and before they leave, Picard's like, oh, do you want to mind well meld with me? Since you won't get a chance to do it with Sarek anymore. Look, that's kind of gay. Do you want to touch that thing that you never got to touch? Yeah. That part of your father on me. gay, Wallace. <laughs> what the don't fuck's wrong with you? I don't want to touch you, old man. Touch me. Your old wrinkly ball. Touch me. And it, it looked like that was a forced scene because as Spock has to mind meld with Picard, he's kind of crying. Yeah. And Picard has that goofy smile of satisfaction. He raved my meld him. He's like, you know you want it to. You know you want it. You better mind Mel be hard. Yeah, this episode sucked. I don't think it sucked. Sucked. It could have been better. Sucked. Could have been better without Denise Crosby. Sucked. <laughs> I still give it a six five. I give it a six. I'm, I'm a big Spock fan, so I even know, even poorly Spock written Spock, written so poorly. even poorly written Spock is good. You know, th- it had Stephen Root in it. That made me really happy. So that's kind of once I because that I I realized that so early on in the You're episode. Just on a disc. No, swing line. <laughs> but that elevated the episode for me. It sounds silly, but it really did. <laughs> no, just knowing that he was in it because I love that guy so much. Malachi Throne, Thorn Throne, Malachi Throne, the guy who played Pardek. Okay. Played a Commodore back in the original series. Oh really? Yeah. Everything about I, I don't know. It's not. It was just a disappointment. It was the second part of a two-part. And it's, why do they have to be awful? And it wasn't awful. And it was a, it was a basically a two-part commercial for you to watch Star Trek Six. And it's just a poorly written Spock, and like the plan was ill-conceived, and it's just it was just not very good. And it had nothing to do with the plot no. of Star Trek Six. No. The the whole just maybe the passing it, mention of it. Yeah, if it ha- if it tied in somehow with the Romulans' activities in Star Trek Six. I rewatched Star Trek Six probably five times looking for where Spock met Pardek. Never happened. <laughs> it was in the bathroom. In the bathroom. Th- he just kind of glanced over and was like, Hey, uh, Spock. Uh, what's your name? Oh, my name's uh, Pardek. Hey, nice to meet you, guy. <laughs> they met, <laughs> met, through a, met through a glory hole. Yeah. Yeah, I decided. My name's Pardek. I'm going to say, what'd you say, a six? I'll, yeah. I'll agree with Dennis. I'll say a six. Yeah. And I say six, five. I just think it's kind of. It's just lame. Like it's, it's disappointing for season five. Yeah, it is. Because they've been on a roll, and then they're well, the like, first okay, maybe they'll get the part first part. Now. First part was really good. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, it just seems... Spock and Denise Crosby showed up, and... It wasn't even so much... Spock is just so poorly written, and Denise yeah. Crosby just needs to go away. I think your hatred of Denise... Post-first season, Denise Crosby taints your view of this episode. Every time I see <laughs> her, I get annoyed. <laughs> 
Because I mean, no, because when they brought her back in what yesterday's Enterprise, uh-huh. that was really that was nice. When that she's not Yar, it's very annoying. Yeah, when she's not, and when they just use it's it very off. contrived the way that yeah. they brought her back as Sela. Okay. Stupid. So it's just Sela. It's not just post. No, it's not so much Yar. It's, it's Sela that I hate. Okay. Like the idea of the character is so fucking dumb. It's it's Yar's mom who was brought through the fucking wormhole. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Just poorly conceived. Silly. Conceived pretty well. Ooh. <laughs> so there we go, everybody. That was disappointing part two. <laughs> no, it was unification. No, no, no. Disappointing part two. We're going to get out of here. We will be back on Saturday with a brand new episode. So make sure you download this one. And uh, if you like Trek, tell your friends all about us. We're fantastic and lovely. And oh. uh, what? Why do you point? Be more. Oh, yeah. We'll be in Baltimore, too, on the uh, September 8th and 9th. So if you're going to be in the Chom City, you understand. And you want to come down and say hello, you're going to be in Baltimore Comics. Put Park. your wallet in your front pocket. <laughs> Yes, yes. Don't leave the con area. There's a reason why Edgar Allan Poe <laughs> was a horror writer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so we will talk to you guys on Saturday. Thank you, everybody. Dun, 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 dun.